Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. What? It's Kylie Ann in the podcasting world. This is big news. Okay, when I announced it, it sounded like no one was surprised and everyone saw it coming. But if you had a conversation with me about podcasting, I've always said no. I'd rather be a guest podcaster. That's just too much work. I don't have the setup. I don't have the, you know, the time. I don't have the blah, 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 blah. And I swore that I would never start my own podcast. So this is so exciting. I am excited to be here. I've loved being on podcasts. I've loved guest podcasting. And I've always been worried about starting podcasting because one, there's so much content out. And the second reason is that I'm a major perfectionist and you know, there's never a right time. My voice is raspy. Like, guess what? Starting my first podcast with allergies. It sounds like I have coronavirus. Don't worry. It's just allergies. But I decided I'm done being a perfectionist. I'm done waiting for perfection and letting that stop me from doing things in my business. So this episode, it might have like me stumbling over my words. It's gonna have a raspy voice. If you're watching the YouTube version, you see my mom bun because guess what? I don't like doing my hair and I'm not going to wait until I curl my hair, which will never happen, to record this podcast. So that's kind of the overview of the podcasting world and and how this is kind of crazy for me because I never thought I'd see the day, but I'm so excited to be here. Another thing is that during quarantine, um, a lot of things changed for me, my mind, my business, kind of um, just a lot of things changed and it made me rebrand my business and kind of like niche down into who I want to actually mentor and who I want to speak to. And it's been hard for me because I'm like, do I start a podcast for photographers? Do I start a podcast for moms? Do I start a podcast for small service-based businesses? Blah, blah, blah. There's so many people that I've talked to in the past that I just didn't know if I started a podcast, what would it even be for? Photographers? No, because I talked about... Anyways, so now that I've niched down to moms and business, I'm really excited. I have so many ideas. It was really easy for me to outline the first 12 weeks, which is three months of the podcast. Guys, I already have it all written down. I'm so excited what I'm going to be sharing over the next three months. So today, I wanted to start with a topic that's kind of weird to launch a podcast with, but also so necessary. So It's called getting back to work after a pandemic. And I'm sure we're all freaking tired of hearing about COVID-19 and pandemic and quarantine. We're done with it, right? But I felt like I could not start a podcast about moms in business when moms aren't in business right now. Like moms are not in the mindset that they want to start their business. They're paralyzed. I'm paralyzed. It's been crazy. So the first few months of the year, um, Kylie Ann Studios was booming. It was our best year yet. We had booked like 20 weddings in the first month. I was shooting 15 shoots a week in my studio. Um, it was the best January that we'd ever seen. And we were on track to being like the biggest, the biggest Kylie Ann Studios could have ever imagined. And I'm not saying that that goal is gone, but then quarantine hit and everything is different. Literally everything is different. We've lost an associate on our team. Um, we gained two new associates. We rebranded our business and kind of simplified what our, our offers are to wedding family brand for photography and to moms in business for education. And we just kind of like just streamlined and simplified, did a lot of things. It changed a lot for us. Um, but it took a lot to get to where I am now during this quarantine. So at the beginning of quarantine, I spent weeks 
reading every news article, Googling statistics, making sure Corona wasn't in my city, which it is, you know, it's everywhere. Um, and then waiting for my business to basically just crash and burn because of economic shutdowns. And I was just kind of like, well, this is going to kill businesses and mine might be one of them because if I am a brand photographer serving brands and all those brands die, you know, I was just in this negative place of like, okay, it's over, it's done. And I was paralyzed and I felt kind of like a fraud being a leader in um, the photography world because I was, you know, applying for government, the government loans, the SBA loans. And I was, you know, do, relying on the PPP to pay my bills. And, um, you know, looking back, I am not a fraud and everyone's going through the same thing. And, you know, it's, it, but it's scary when you're in that situation, when you're a leader, when you're the breadwinner, like those are things, there's a lot of pressure on your shoulders. When you're also paying the livelihood of, you know, multiple women, like I don't just pay people, you know, like for their side jobs. These are their jobs. This is their livelihood. This is how they pay their bills. This is how I pay my bills. It was a scary place to be in. And instead of moving forward, I just stopped. And I think it was okay that I stopped. I think you know, it was okay that I was paralyzed and that I stopped and that I did binge watch Netflix and work on home projects and paint my house instead of deal with my problems because I needed to feel all those emotions. One thing I'm really passionate about is making sure that you're feeling and working through every emotion and not just burying those emotions and trying to move forward without healing those emotions. If you are paralyzed right now, don't just like turn that off and start working. Work through that. Why are you paralyzed? Like dig deeper, get help, get professional help to deal with those emotions. I'm very passionate about that. So, but then I realized I could sit here and wet, let the shutdowns shut down my business and I could let myself shut down my business or I could take control of my business and adapt and change my message, change my wording um, pick up the pieces, take baby steps and get back to work. And so obviously it's a process. It's all a process, but I think we're all at a place where we need to pick our feet back up and start moving, start where we left off or maybe a step ahead because we're different people than we were a few months ago. Trauma changes people. And we've all experienced trauma over the last few months, whether we've lost people or jobs or just the security. And, um, you know, it's been a scary world to live in and we are different for it. But people still know people still need what we offer. And maybe they need it more than ever before. And maybe they need it different than they needed it before. But people still need what we offer. So how did I get my head out of this crazy space? Um, it was so silly, guys. So silly. And I know a lot of you guys did these challenges with me. But that week on Instagram where I posted on stories and for five days I posted challenges to do every day. I mean, I had moms in business texting me all week being like, what's the challenge for tomorrow? I, I won't be on in the morning. Like this, I think made an impact on more than just me, but it was so silly. It started with putting on a real bra or real pants. Like first thing that I did is if I'm going to go back to business and be the mom boss I want to be, I need to get dressed. Okay. I need to stop wearing clothes for three days in a row. I need to stop brushing my teeth at 4 PM. <laughs> I need to put on real clothes. And I haven't got quite to the like do my hair stage or, you know, wear like I'm wearing clean clothes, but maybe not jeans, but it had to start with taking care of myself. The second thing that I started doing was making my bed. 
I am like, I love my bed made. I love it. When a babysitter makes my bed or my husband makes my bed, it just instantly brings me joy, which is weird because I don't make my bed every day. But if you get up and you make your bed first thing, you're already more productive. If I make my bed, then I clean up my room, pick up everything on the floor, then I go down and do all the things I need to do instead of rolling out of bed when my kids wake up crying, you know, wearing yesterday's clothes, staying in yesterday's clothes, dealing with all of their needs and just forgetting all the things that I wanted to do. Like me getting out of bed without being pulled out of bed and making my bed makes me more productive instantly. The third thing that I started doing was my gratitude practice, which is something that I'll probably do a whole episode about because it's so, it's been crucial in my journey of healing from personal trauma and just in my business as well. And my journal, this journal from this last year, literally like leads and guides my life. Like I write down every day, 10 things I'm grateful for, even in the middle of trauma or tragedy pandemics, like there are always things to be grateful for and finding those things, even when you can barely like think of 10, which is, you know, sometimes so sad to think of like even 10 things you're grateful for when things are just so hard for you. But finding those 10 things kind of centers me and realizes like, okay, there's, there are things that I can focus on that bring me joy, that I love, that, that help me. Um, and then underneath the 10 things I'm grateful for, I write down an affirmation for the day. So this week it's been, I have energy all day long. Like that is something I need. I have energy all day long. Like you have to say it like that, like a little bit more peppy. I have energy all day long because I'm tired guys. It's exhausting. This stuff is exhausting. Homeschooling, mom life, business life, being with your husband and family 24 seven without any breaks. It's exhausting. Okay. So I had to write that one down. And then another one that I've written down this week is um, I am in control of my own feelings. And that allows me to not only take charge of like if I'm angry or if I'm sad or if I feel hurt, that's my choice. But also if someone else feels mad or sad or hurt, that's their choice. And so it's kind of like a two part for me. Like I am a people pleaser and like I can't please everyone. And you know, being able to separate like my emotions from their emotions has really helped me. So that is the fourth thing or maybe third. I don't know where we're at on the, on the numbers. So we're going to lose the numbers. The, the next thing I did, the fourth, okay, we're, we're back on track. The fourth thing. So that was the third. Now we're on four. See, it's not going to be perfect, but we're just going to roll with it. Like you're my friend. And like, it doesn't matter that I'm not perfect because it doesn't. And it doesn't matter that you're not perfect. We're doing this business the best we can do with what we have, with what we know. And that's all that matters. So number four, stop watching Netflix right now, okay? You can watch a movie on Netflix. I'll give you permission to watch a movie, but like the binging has to stop. And I'm here for a good binge. I'm not anti-TV. Like anytime I go to those, those conferences and they're like, you can't watch TV if you want to be a successful entrepreneur. I'm like, peace out. I'm done. TV is like my hobby. I love TV. I love it. But there's a time and a place for TV and... Monday through Friday, all day long, all night long is not the place, okay? So maybe that's your weekend thing. Maybe on the weekends you watch, you binge watch a show. But during the week, if you're listening to anything, it's podcasts, classes, music. Those are the things you can listen to during the week, okay? New rule. Obviously, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to do this. Um, also, I, I love TV shows and I do watch them at night. Like, so if you want to just like, 
not during the day and just watch one before you go to bed, that's great. I do. And then the fifth thing is think, what do people need from you? Because the reality is people still need what we offer, like I said. So what do people need from you? And how can we change that? We, how can we change how we offer that? How can we change the product to fit what people need? So I mentor a lot of people. And I also work with a lot of people. And I want to share a couple examples. So I had one dear friend of mine that I'm mentoring that reached out to me at the beginning of coronavirus and was just like, I am paralyzed. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. People don't need my service. Like, what do I do? And I said, well, people still want what you offer. So this example is a tanning studio. So she obviously can't do spray tans. Um, all the weddings that she had on the schedule are gone. All the proms she had on her schedule. So it, it's scary. It is scary. We're not going to make what we made, you know, during the middle of a quarantine, during the middle of stay-at-home orders. We're not going to be able to make what we did before, but can we survive? Yes, we can. And so what she did was she, all of her self-tanner kits and all of her things, she started offering those. I'm like, people still want to be tan, even if you're not the one tanning them. You're the best that they have, but what's second best? What can we offer them? So she, I think that same day, posted them. I'm not kidding you. She was out till like 3 a.m. delivering self-tanner and she was able to, I'm like going to cry. Oh my gosh. She was able to pay rent on all of her studios for several months from that one day. That's amazing. Okay. Woo. Next thing is I heard of this from actually the same girl because I looked at her, you know, she's dropping off stuff to me and I looked at her and I said, oh my gosh, your roots look so good. How are you in the same quarantine as me you know my roots are terrible and she said yeah my girl offered root kits like I'm sure it was it it was like worded better than that because root kit like what is even is that but I'm not a hair professional but basically it was a bag of root kit fixer <laughs> see it's not perfect um root like so that they could do their own roots touch-ups on their own roots during quarantine it included all the supplies they needed for their hair color. And I'm sure she like obviously had worked with all these clients. So she knew exactly what color they needed with instructions on how to do it. That is freaking genius because we can't go get our hair done, but we can buy the product from her and still have this experience where she's still making our experience with her so valuable, even though she's not the one doing it. It's amazing. Another thing I've seen with a local gym is um, right from the get-go, like I'm not, I'm talking closed downs happen and next day they're online, online classes, which is amazing. And then the next thing, um, a local nursery, Freckle Farm, um, started doing garden kits and garden kits for kids. Like who has thought of starting a garden right now? Like pretty much everyone, like it'd be so much easier to go in the backyard and, you know, cut my tomatoes and go you know, put a mask on and wait outside of Walmart before I can get in and get my tomatoes, you know? So genius. These businesses are genius because guess what? People still need what they offer. Maybe more than ever, but differently. Um, photographers, have you noticed that more people have taken family pictures during coronavirus, during the shutdowns, during the quarantine than ever before? I'm not kidding you when I say I see a front step picture every single day. I alone took, I don't know, almost a hundred, but almost every photographer I know did too. Like, I don't know the last time a photographer took a hundred family pictures in a week and there's dozens of them, hundreds of them. Um, so 
it's amazing to see businesses adapt, but I, I think a lot of us are still stuck and we need to know people still want what we offer. So in the week after I did those five things, stop watching Netflix, make my bed, get dressed in real clothes, daily gratitude practice, and think what do people need from me? I got back to business in full swing. I'm 100% back to business in full swing, exactly how it was before. I had two associates join my team. I created an entire onboarding class. I started booking weddings, families, and brands for like now and for the future. And that includes over $10,000 in revenue in just one week for all of my associates. So not only did I book for like brands for myself, but all my associates, including my two new associates that just came onto our team that don't even have portfolios up on our website yet. Um, I shot 10 sessions in a week. And I outlined 12 weeks of this podcast, blog post, Instagram, and launched this podcast. Like all it took was a change in my mind. If I was still in sweats watching Netflix, there are so many people that I couldn't have served and connected with and people that could have changed my life as well. Like I wouldn't have two members on my team. I probably would have let it die. I, I mean, I don't know, think, I want to say I would never let my team die because it means so, I think everyone knows how much it means to me. But if I'm not in the right headspace, I cannot do amazing things like I want to do with my business. So choose to change the story we tell ourselves. Choose to mute the news articles, the conspiracy theory friends. I'm sorry if you're one of them. Still love you, but you're muted because I can't be scrolling through my feed and coming across things that that bring fear and anxiety into my heart when I'm trying to give good to the world. Like it, it is paralyzing. And that's why we're paralyzed is because of all of these stories that we're, we're listening to and reading. That doesn't mean that I don't think about them or that I don't go read about them, but it's on my own time. I mute people that show up on my feed with things that make me feel icky inside because I need to be in the right mindset and head frame to go and look at those things. Um, I'm not paralyzed anymore because I told myself that I wasn't and I'm ready to get back to business. I'm ready to make this podcast. I'm ready to connect with women. I'm ready to shoot brands and grow brands and help brands market their businesses. And I think you're ready to get back to business too. So all it took for me was one week of ridiculous baby steps, like putting on a bra, changing my habits, and I'm back. Don't wait, people. Don't wait for people to come to you. It's time to adapt, pivot, and be creative. It's time to take those baby steps and change the way we, you know, we promote our businesses. We need to change. And I think I'm grateful for the change that coronavirus has brought into my business and life. And um, I know that this is so tragic for so many people and has been so hard for so many people. And it's been hard here as well in different ways. And I think hard is hard and I don't want to compare tragedies and things. And, but I, my heart goes out to, you know, the people that have been, um, affected by lives lost, especially in New York city and places like that. But, um, I am also so grateful for the time and space that the quarantine gave my business to, um, to adapt and to change and to rebrand and to pivot and to change my message and my direction, it has been like life-changing. 
for me. And I think we want to go back to business, but I think we all want to go back to business a little bit different than before. I don't think our minds will ever be the same. I don't think our businesses will ever be the same. So let's do this together. I'm so excited. Please like, okay, that's not the word, not like, rate. Yeah, rate, review, and share this podcast. I want it to be a place where people can come to um, get bite-sized little nuggets of wisdom to empower them in their role as a business owner and as a mother or a daughter or a friend or coworker, whatever it is that you juggle in your life. I want to help you with those things. And so please, please, please share this podcast. Subscribe to it so that you can get our weekly, you know, our weekly episodes. Um, I won't promise it'll be perfect, but I'll promise that I'll show up for you and I will do my best to make these conversations short and friendly and just feel like I'm talking to my friends. So thanks for being here, friends. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Mom podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag KylieMentorsMoms.